Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, on the other side of the border in the United States, former Donald Trump 2016 presidential election campaign chairman, um, Paul Manafort, was sentenced to 47 months in prison for cheating on his taxes and bank fraud. And joining us on The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network is Devlin Barrett, national security reporter for The Washington Post. Mr. Barrett, thank you very much for the time. Uh, 47 months. The judge had a fair bit of leeway in the sentencing, did he not? Right. So the, in the U.S. system, there's uh, sentencing guidelines, uh, which were much stiffer than the four years that Manafort got, but judges are allowed to depart from those guidelines. So, and obviously, he departed quite a bit. Now, how surprising was that to you? I was a little surprising. I, I think most folks expected there would be some downward departure. So what he had expected, what, what he had faced potentially under the, under the U.S. sentencing guidelines was 19 to 24 years. And instead, he got just under four. A lot of the lawyers I spoke to thought he would get somewhere in the range of eight to ten, uh, but he got but he got four. You know, I was wondering whether the judge was a little self-conscious about that particular decision, the judgment, because he invited anybody who questioned the 47 months to go ahead and spend a day in the prison in Virginia. That's unusual. It is, and, and he did seem a little defensive about it. I think he sort of uh, rightly expected there would be some consternation and concern as to, well, why does Paul Manafort get a break? Um, but the truth is, you know, that is not that unusual a sentence for fraud cases. Uh, it is it is more or less in keeping with, with what fraudsters often get. Now, Manafort spoke of difficult times in his life, but at no point did he actually express regret for what he'd done, and that was noted by the judge. Yeah, and that part actually was fairly surprising to me, because that judge in particular, Judge T.S. Ellis, has made a big deal with other defendants. When they don't appear remorseful, he has made note of it and seems to have you know, given pretty, some pretty tough sentences on folks who don't act remorseful. For whatever reason, in this case, uh, Manafort was not remorseful, and the judge essentially did not uh, factor that into his sentence. How does Manafort's uh, sentencing fit into what is yet to come? If it does in this country, a lot of the judgments that are handed down are based on precedent, and I would think that's probably quite similar in the United States. So he gets 47 months. Does that uh, reflect on what may be coming down for anybody else who is charged and, and taken to court and convicted? I, I think all these things feed into each other. There's no, there's no guarantees. And like I said, judges can deliver whatever sentence they see fit. In the federal system right now, uh, judges have a fair bit of leeway to impose whatever sentences they like. Uh, particularly when it comes to white collar crimes, frankly. Mm. Um, so, but the other thing to remember about Paul Manafort is that he's being sentenced again this week uh, for the sort of the second half of his case, and and that sentencing he could face, you know, up to as much as ten more years. So, we'll, 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 the the final chapter of Paul Manafort uh, hasn't been written. Is yet to come. You know, when will the Miller report be released, and what are your expectations? Well, that's the, you know, gajillion dollar question. Of course right now, it is. Right? So <laughs> no one really knows for sure. It does seem that the Mueller, Mueller's office is winding down its work, and it certainly seems that the Justice Department is preparing for it, you know, uh, any week now. But, 
you know, preparing for it is different than receiving it, right? So we don't really know the answer to that question, and we're, you know, the whole city is basically waiting and watching. So what happens to the political parties when that report comes down? Regardless, I mean, they're at each other's throats every day of the week. Every opportunity they get there, they're sniping at one another. Or maybe it's very close to all-out war. How bad are things actually on the ground between the Republicans and the Democrats? I would say in Congress, they're in particular, they're incredibly bad, and and that that's a real it's it's a real problem for this whole process, because what you've had for the last two years is Republican lawmakers demanding every scrap of information from the Justice Department that might make Democrats look bad, and you know we've already seen uh, signals that the Democrats plan to demand every scrap of paper uh, from Mueller's investigation that might make Republicans look bad. Uh, and, and that makes it extremely difficult to govern the United States, which is a country that has, I mean, you've got a lot of social problems in your country now. Sure, there's, there's a lot of, you know, actual governing that could be going on, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, obviously, the question of Russian interference in the election is an important one. It's not like it's something that should just be ignored. But I, I don't know that either Republicans or Democrats um, can get out of their own sort of, you know, trench warfare uh, habits at this point. Regardless of what till the Mueller report may or may not reveal. Well, right. They'll I mean, still be at each other's throats. Right. There's, there's going to be there's going to be fights uh, no matter what, I think. Mr. Barrett, thank you very much for the time. Good talking to you. Thank you. Devlin Barrett, national security reporter for The Washington Post, joining us from Washington, D.C. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.